The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Good morning, I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We'd like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13, in Palm Springs from 6 to 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka, from 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on channel 1519 Charter Cable in Los Angeles, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV, channel 15.3 in Comcast, channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kali for 98 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hansen, in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, since wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or something to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. The church choir under the direction of Emilia Hahn will start off today's telecast with a spirit-inspiring song entitled Promises. They will be ably accompanied by Theodore Summers on the piano, Rose Bakukater on the organ. The Lord's promises are sure and true and yea and amen. As we stand on the rock, Christ Jesus, we can be assured that He is only a prayer away and will be there to deliver us in time of trouble. 
Please join me in and sing with the choir as you see the words on your screen.
The church band under the direction of George Chul will play the song entitled, Praise the Lord, He Never Changes. Yes, TV viewers, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Our God is our great comforter and burden bearer. He is always there to make the crooked pathways straight and turn all our tests and trials into glorious victories.
Our soloist for today is trusty associate pastor Evan Sproat Sr., who will give the Lord all the praises and glory, singing the song entitled, Let the Lower Lights Be Burning. Doing his background music will be associate pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, Messina Sanzino on the guitar, and yours truly on the piano. Let your light shine for Jesus all the time. With the Lord on our side, we can be assured that we will walk in the wonderful light of His love. For Jesus is that bright and shining light of the world. Brightly beams our Father's mercy from His light, howsoevermore. But to us he gives the keeping of the lights along the shore. Let the Lord where lights be burning send a Some poor thing, struggling seamen, you may rescue, you may save. Dark the night of sin has settled, loud the
The church choir will now perform their final number for today entitled Happiness is the Lord. Happiness is having the full and free salvation and sharing the gospel with all of our friends and loved ones. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Give a listen to this one words to this song that are truly an inspiration and comfort to all. Real joy is mine, no matter if teardrops start. I found the secret. It's Jesus in my heart. blessed to hear from the church orchestra who will play the toe tapping song entitled get all excited they will be able to come to by yours truly on the piano and members of the flute and string sections of our church band we should get all excited and be ready to share the love of jesus our lord and savior jesus christ is the king of kings and lord of lords for with the lord all things are possible as we put our faith hope and trust in him
now hear from the youthful and lively voices of the young crusaders singing the song entitled Walk and Talk. They will be accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. He's also the director of the group and Irish Lock on the drums as we lean upon the Lord for guidance. He will give us the faith and strength to move forward. There is only victory ahead for those who will endure unto the end with the prize of eternal life waiting at the finish line. We should keep walking, talking, and singing in Jesus' name for his great mercy and goodness. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this song to a dear couple in Christ of All Maori Branch Church, who is none other than Lee and Kathy Taylor. The Lord is smiling down upon you this day for all of your labor and love you do for him. May the Lord continue to bless and strengthen you in this life as well as that to come. Have a wonderful Sunday.
And praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I'd like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California. These telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station 1519 Charter Cable in Los Angeles from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV channel 15.3 and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning a schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneda Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K.Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, and by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every second Sunday of the month. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. It is God's desire that all people come unto him in full repentance and receive his salvation full and free. Those who respond and obey his command will be blessed bountifully, spiritually, materially, physically, and even financially. The soul who rejects and rises up against the Lord shall be devoured by the sword, and there shall be no remedy for his tragic end. Do we dare provoke the Lord to jealousy? Do we dare contend our strength is greater than his? God forbid. He has the power to save, the power to devastate, the power to heal, the power to curse, the power to overcome, and the power to bless. I invite you to partake in today's message entitled, Mankind's Global Crisis Without and Within. 
And I pray that by the time it concludes, you will be encouraged to seek the Lord, whose powers are limitless and can sustain you in every way. The days are passing quickly for the benefit of those within the body of Christ. Therefore, Jesus Christ has promised to purposely shorten the days for their very elect's sake, so that his church need not spend any more time upon this earth than necessary. Therefore, as believers in Christ Jesus, let us make every minute, hour, day, and month in this new year of 2022 count towards securing the salvation of our souls. Today's reading of God's Word within today's sermon topic. James 5, 7 to 8 denotes this wonderful promise. Be patient, therefore, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth, and hath long patience for it, until he receive the early and latter rain. Be also patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Our Lord Jesus Christ is surely coming soon, and the signs in the heaven above and the earth beneath confirm his return to this earth as being very, very near, or sooner than many may think. The present state of this world is certainly in a global crisis, with much confusion and chaos. Today's ongoing wars, threat of more international conflicts, and status of the global financial economy has never been more critical than in the times in which we are presently living. The circumstances we now face have the potential to negatively affect everyone's personal safety, financial stability, and lifestyle. The present worldly forecast looks dim, without any promise for a happy future. Regardless of the severity of these circumstances, we believe wholeheartedly that Jesus Christ is in control and has determined his purpose for these times to signal his return to the earth. Therefore, it is with the utmost attention that we must heed his instruction in Luke 21, 19. In your patience, possess ye your souls. There are still many today who have not accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. And it is in the heart of God that all men should come to repentance. On a global scale, we see nations who are waiting for the right time to unleash their wrath on other nations for the sake of their personal beliefs. Then too, the global crisis is not restricted just to the circumstances without in this present world, but it also applies to the global crisis and chaos within the heart of mankind today. There has been a great decline in moral and ethical values amongst not only those in positions of authority, but also in mankind at every station in life. We cannot remain ignorant of the fact that there is corruption in our own backyards, in the financial world, as well as in the local and national governments. In general, we are victims of instability, insecurity, envy, greed, corruption. And Jesus Christ warns that these are just the beginning of sorrows, and the end is not yet. What can we expect in the days that lie ahead, and especially in this new year of 2022? According to God's word, the overall atmosphere will worsen, with fear and insecurity being at the head of line. Sin is defined in God's word as disobedience to the known will of God, and it is certain that sin will increase. The curse of sin will be manifested in various forms and diverse types of disguises to every man, woman, and child throughout the face of the earth. However, 
for those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord, they will be protected when they call on the name of Jesus Christ and plead for his precious blood to cover them, no matter how perilous the times might become. The Lord Jesus Christ offers his remedial and corrective instruction for the new year of 2022. In 1 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8, your glorying is not good, knowing not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that it may be a new lump as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast not with the old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Spiritual patience, perseverance, obedience, and diligence are the attributes required to successfully take the body of Christ, his church, through the tough times that lie ahead of us all. Paul admonished the church at Thessalonica with spiritual exhortations and apostolic commands in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now liveth will it until he be taken out of the way. Jesus Christ will only accept those who willingly present themselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him. God's people cannot expect to receive a reward in heaven if they allow themselves to be simultaneously polluted by the things in this world. God's pastors must not only preach God's word, but they must be able to lead and guide the things of God onto great victory in Christ Jesus. Therefore, God's pastors must be filled with God's Holy Spirit to one, preach against sin. Secondly, to live a life above sin. And thirdly, to pray, encourage, motivate, reprove, rebuke, and inspire the congregation towards righteousness in Christ Jesus. Mankind, when left to himself, will choose a natural course of action, which is to sin. As true born-again Christians, we must not be caught unawares of these things, because Jesus Christ has forewarned and comforted everyone to know that these things will come to pass. However severe in nature these events might be, they are just the tip of the iceberg. Because the Lord Jesus Christ continues to warn his believers that there is much more yet to be revealed. God's word paints his vivid picture of the present day global crisis, most appropriately in Matthew 24, 6 to 8. And he shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that he be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For a nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Over the years, many have tried to gainsay the words of Jesus Christ, like those during the time of Jesus Christ who asked, where is the promise of his coming? They will attempt to refute the soon coming and end of the world, saying that things will continue as they have been for the past millennium, and there is nothing to worry about. Mankind's belief is that the international community will be able to solve the world's problems in time. Do you know that in every corner of the world, there is some sort of military conflict, a famine, a devastating earthquake, great fires or deluge of water of great magnitude, claiming many lives? Today's present global crisis, whose nations of the world continue to send troops to help quell the oppressions of war, send food and supplies to the famine-stricken countries, or try to remove dictators from power in an effort to end tyranny and crimes against humanity. However, 
The task at hand remains enormous, overwhelming, and without end. Why? Because the hand of the Lord Jesus Christ is causing all of these things to come to pass, to wake men and women and children up everywhere that he is coming soon. Luke summarizes the return of the Lord Jesus Christ in glory in Luke 21, 25, 28. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. The simplicity of the salvation is complicated by the irreverence of mankind to God's word. Mankind has his own method of how he thinks we should serve and worship, as delivered by King Solomon in Proverbs 14, 12. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Jesus Christ gave specific instructions to his disciples and set the pattern for salvation of all the soul of all mankind. Nicodemus, a Pharisee, approached Jesus Christ under the cloak of darkness because of his love for righteousness that moves him to seek out Jesus Christ and find out for himself what Jesus Christ requires of every man, woman, and child born into this world. Although he was a scholar and a Pharisee, diligent and knowledgeable in the laws of Moses, he knew that he lacked the truth found in the gospel of the kingdom of God that Jesus Christ preached. History indicates Nicodemus was one of the three richest men in Jerusalem at the time and an active member of the Sanhedrin. Upon conferring with Jesus Christ, Nicodemus believed, obeyed, and was baptized. Because of his conversion to the truth and newfound faith in Jesus Christ, Nicodemus eventually was dismissed from his position and expelled from Jerusalem. That is when Nicodemus made his conscious decision to obey God rather than men. What about this significant change in the life of Nicodemus can definitely happen in our lives today too. We are no different today. We too must obey the words of Jesus Christ, allowing humility in our lives and let the spirit of conviction have its perfect work. Being God-fearing believers, we must not hesitate to obey and follow God's commandments for the salvation of our souls. Reading in John 3, 2, we see the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus Christ is God himself in the flesh. As described in 1 John 5, 7, for there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. The supremacy in heaven above is designated to Jesus Christ, the Messiah and the anointed. God the Father is a spirit, and no man has seen God at any time. What mankind has beheld is the only approved image of the invisible God, which is Jesus Christ. Therefore, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost are one in the same, Jesus Christ. God's word in 1 John 5, 8 unravels this mystery for our learning, and there are three that bear witness in the earth, the spirit, and the water and the blood, and these three agree in one. Here we find that Jesus Christ is in supreme control of everything in heaven and in earth. In John 3, 5, Jesus Christ established this commandment for all mankind to follow. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. 
It is important to know that life and immortality have been brought to light for our understanding through the gospel of the kingdom of God that Jesus Christ preached. Therefore, being born of water and being born of the Spirit are integral parts of God's plan of salvation. Peter instructs all mankind in Acts 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Water baptism is the act of a good conscience toward God. And Paul tells us that baptism resembles the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Likewise, those who were baptized with the baptism of repentance by John had to be rebaptized in the name of Jesus Christ to fulfill God's word to the very letter. For them to be rebaptized confirms that they believe the truth of being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ as confirmed in Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Therefore, every pastor and minister today should be preaching this selfsame gospel that Jesus Christ himself preached on the shores of Galilee rather than another gospel. One may ask the question, why are there so many churches and different doctrines? God's word tells us there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God. The confusion comes when they interpret God's word without letting God's Holy Spirit help them. This points out that they too have not been baptized correctly in the name of Jesus Christ, and therefore they cannot see the kingdom of God as confirmed in John 3, 3. Jesus answers unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ instructed Thomas and his disciples in the upper chamber in John 14, 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Jesus Christ is God's key to the kingdom of God and salvation of their soul for every man, woman, and child born into this world. The journey of God's true church is coming to an end and is very evident for the present day signs pointing to the global crisis of mankind both without and within. God's body of Christ, his true church, is spread across the face of the earth and is eagerly awaiting his return. We yearn to see Jesus Christ when he returns to meet us face to face in clouds of glory. We long to be relieved from the sin and oppression of this world, preferring to be with him forevermore. We do not enjoy the pleasures and treasures of this world, but instead look for the new Jerusalem, whose builder and maker is God. We long to be healed of our sick, afflicted, and tired bodies in this life, and we believe that when we see Jesus Christ, our bodies will be made whole. Then too, in heaven there will be no more pain, no more death, no more sorrow, and no more such afflictions and consequences. Therefore, dear television viewers, we stand on the brink of entering the kingdom of God, and we must then ask ourselves, are we prepared to meet him? Today, we must believe the promises of Jesus Christ and await his return in clouds of glory to rapture his saints. This meeting will take place in a twinkling of an eye, which is faster than a millisecond. It will occur suddenly, quickly, unexpectedly, and be likened to a thief in the night. There is only one opportunity to be caught up in the rapture, and that opportunity is ours today. 
So why not take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord? Jesus Christ provides a comfort to all those who will believe in Him, and God's promises to His believers are yea and amen. Because Jesus Christ cannot lie. And he assures every believer of all ages in the same manner. Ezekiel 12, 21 to 28 provides these thought-provoking verses. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, what is that proverb that ye have in the land of Israel, saying, The days are prolonged, and every vision faileth? Tell them therefore, Thus saith the Lord God, I will make this proverb cease. And he shall no more use it as a prophet of Israel, but say unto them, The days are at hand, and the effect of every vision. And there shall be no more any vain vision or flattering divination with the house of Israel. For I am the Lord, I will speak, and the word that I shall speak shall come to pass. It shall be no more prolonged, for in your days, O rebellious house, will I say the word, and I will perform it, said the Lord God. Again the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, behold, they of the house of Israel say, The vision that he seeth is for many days to come, and he prophesied of the times that are far off. Therefore send to them, Thus said the Lord God, There shall none of my words be prolonged any more, but the word which I have spoken shall be done, said the Lord God. We must live today knowing that Jesus Christ could come today, and tomorrow may be too late. Jesus Christ encourages us all in Matthew 24, 12 to 13. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. As we approach the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the intensity and frequency of the test trials and persecutions for righteousness' sake will increase. No doubt our faith and commitment to Jesus Christ will be tested every day. Therefore, we must persevere and exercise our faith in Christ Jesus to see and to enter into the kingdom of God. The very fundamentals of our faith are encapsulated in 2 Chronicles 7:14. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Ezekiel instructed God's people in Israel through the Spirit to admonish them because of the crisis within God's church. Therefore, we as true saints of God must continue in God's Word and walk by His Holy Spirit to be ready to hear Jesus Christ call upon His waiting bride, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. We now call upon the church band to close today's telecast with the song, Come to the Feast. <laughs>
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.